0: Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with September Morning. September Morning has been blazing new trails, not only musically, but bringing promotion and marketing to new levels. This band owned the stage at Tiki Stick, and it had, it had been my pleasure to speak with Emily Lazar before taking the stage and New Souls. And here is my interview with Emily. Emily. What age did you know that music was your calling? Are we recording? Yes. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't know. <laughs> and that's
0: what you wanted to do.
1: Oh. Um, let's see. I mean, I stepped on stage when I was four years old. So, um, I but I was doing ballet. So, like, I was ballerina, and I was a professional ballerina until about nineteen. When I had a really bad accident, and then I went into music because I went to performing art school when I was younger, and I had done music, and so um, I got signed around that time um, by a kind of a fluke, like I was in the right place, right time sort of situation, and I got signed, and I ended up starting doing pop and this and that, the other thing, and then I got into punk rock, and then I got into rock, and then it just kind of like, when you know 2009 hit i was looking at the music industry a different way because streaming was happening and, and downloads and all this so like the money that was that was flowing in the music industry prior to that time wasn't flowing as much anymore and and the artists were really feeling it more than labels so um i figured well how can i do something that and, and not that, like, music is all about money, it's definitely not, but it is a business, so you oh, have to absolutely. make sure that your business stays afloat. So, for me, it was kind of like, okay, how do I figure out different revenue streams for a project? Okay, let me do something that's transmedia, so that starts with a storyline, like, let me world build something. It starts with a storyline and a character, and build something off of that. And then we can do comic books, and we can, you know, we can do music, and we can do like videos, and we can do, you know, whatever merch and, and NFTs that I do now, right. and like all this other stuff. Because it's always about world building, and I, I've always wanted to do that. Because I, you know, I studied theater, I was in ballet. Like I mean, I'm just world building's in my blood. So mm-hmm. for me, it just became like a natural fit to do.
0: And speaking of the way the industry has changed. Um, do you feel for an artist coming up, that's fair to stay as an independent or to go with a label?
1: Um, it really depends on, first of all, the genre of music, second of all, the deal, third of all, uh, um, uh, like your capacity as an artist to be a business person. A lot of artists are, are not good business people, but there are some artists that are really good business people. And if you're a good business person, you can excel as an independent. Because what we didn't realize as artists growing up, that the labels always knew, is that the, the power and the money comes from owning the music because that is where the money is. Like if you have music ownership, if you have rights to masters, like a lot of labels, when you make an album, they have the rights to your masters. They do that on purpose because they know that that's where the money is. That's the cash cow. Everything else is just gravy. I mean, touring, yeah, that can be lucrative now, but there's 360 deals now to harness some of that cash for the label. But the the money always came from the pub and the and the and the music. And so if they own that they own the revenue stream. So if you're an independent and you understand that methodology uh, methodology, uh, behind like the revenue streaming and, and Where the point of sale is then you know, okay, if I control all my shit Then I and I know how to market and I know how to do business and I know how to do all these things Then the sky's the limit to how much I can grow and scale my business because it's all about scaling a business It's very the music business now, especially with independents, it's it's all just having your own, like you know, small business. You're a small business proprietor at this point, and you're scaling your business to a large mass, and that's like what it is. And I think that's more present now than ever before, um, because because that independents have so many different outlets of expressing themselves and harnessing markets and harnessing um, revenue streams. You know, because of the technology, the the tech is finally caught up with the artistic freedom, and when tech and artistic freedom meet, that's where you get NFTs. That's why NFTs are so important, and that they're going to be the future look of. Any artistic business because they're direct to consumer without a third party. Right. Whenever you involve a third party, a label, a publishing company, a, like any of this stuff, you are depleting your income stream sure. by usually a mass amount. So if you can get rid of that and maybe pay only two percent royalty and get ninety eight percent, because if you look at Spotify, Apple Music, like all these all these platforms. You're getting for a stream you're getting point zero zero three cents per right. stream on Spotify. Sure. To make a thousand dollars you need like, I don't know, five hundred to seven hundred thousand spins just to make a thousand dollars. and if you divide that between five people in a band, you're not making anything. Right. So like so unless you've scaled to the point where you're post Malone, you're not you're not feeling that income stream and you can't survive unless you're touring all the time. Right. So to to, you know, offset that, NFTs come in and you make sure that your you know your consumer your your fan base knows look if you buy this the money goes directly in my pocket to be able to pay for that sprinter, to be able to pay for the upgrades in our show, to be able to pay for the TVs, to be able to pay for the new costuming, to be able to pay for you know like new guitars or new amps or whatever whatever the hell you need to make right. your show better. Um, instead of paying you know forty to sixty percent to a third party, and then you're getting the the residual of that, which thirty to forty percent, and you still have to make a shit ton of money to like actually make a dent in a profit number one and also to make a dent in everything that you fucking need for just to be a functioning band Sure. because is expensive look at the gas prices right oh, now
0: yeah i talked to tom keeper uh, a few weeks ago and he was telling me you know the first two albums he didn't see a penny
1: well that's because you know. well the record business is set up kind of like the mafia Basically, they give you this. They give you an amount of. They give you a nice chunk of change up front. Well, nowadays they don't give you very much. But like back in the day, they gave you. You know, back in the day, they gave you like you know a nice six-figure deal, seven-figure deal. But this, the stipu, the the stipulation on that deal was that you have to pay back. Right. It is a loan. It is a business loan with a very high percentage back to to the person that loans it to you. So. You're talking, like, mafia rates. We're talking, like, you know, 70% interest rates. Like, really, really bad. Plus, they say that they have to recoup any costs they use for marketing or this or that. You don't know... You know, the guy that is marketing your radio campaign could go to a rate. He has to fly to the radio station, take the guys out for dinner, do go to the strip club, do this like whatever he has to do for the radio campaign. Come back. He's and he's just racked up a you know twenty thousand dollar bill on your dime. Sure. It's not on his dime. Right. It's the it's the responsibility. Of the signed artist to pay that back and that's and that's what they don't tell you when you know when you're like 18 years old signing your first record right. deal sure. and you know and your parents don't know the business and your lawyer, You know, maybe you have a good lawyer. Maybe you don't like maybe it's the family friend like, yeah. maybe, you know Because you, you haven't gotten there yet, you know, but even the best lawyer Those 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 deals are so ironclad back then it was hard to negotiate but the caveat of that. You were making, like, t- you were selling CDs and vinyl. So you were, the money coming in for the artist was greater percentage just because there was more money coming in. Sure. So you could, you know, you, it, fiscally, it looked better on paper. Mm. It, it wasn't better, but it looked better on paper. Now you look at a deal like that, you're like, oh my God. Right. I'm enslaved to this label for 50 years. Sure. I, I know people that have been in pub deals for 20 years trying to get out of a $50,000 upfront pub deal. And I'm like, $50,000? How have you not paid that back? You've sold all these records. Oh, well, my percentage on the record is this much, and that's the only percent that goes back to paying back the pub deal. And then I have to split that between that and – I mean, it's just so much. Right. And then the public com- pub company, depending on the contract, can do the same thing as the record company and say, "Oh, well, we worked your your song to uh, to these TV things, and we had to do this and this and this to do it, and that cost this and this and this. You have to pay that back too. So, like, there's always like there's always a catch twenty two with these deals. That being said, there are some artists that aren't good at business, like I said before they might need somebody to come in and just handle it. Because, like, they can't do it themselves. Like, they're really good at writing a song, and they might look good on stage, and they might be a fierce performer, but they are trash, a dumpster fire when it comes to business. Sure. So if you have that, then you need to surround yourself with good business people. You need to surround yourself with people you trust. Nine times out of ten, I hear horror stories about... You know, artists like that That get into bed with the wrong people And they get everything taken from them Because they're not smart enough To understand the business
0: Or the manager that took
1: everything Exactly, the manager, the business manager This person evading taxes Whatever the hell it is So there's like so much, you know, bullshit That happens in the industry That can like really like Circumvent you from being Like what you need to be Um, You know, that being said I mean, Web three and I look at NFTs and I and I look at the new paradigm for creating and I don't even want to use a like label as a term because I it, it just it literally makes me cringe like it's cringy just like talking about a label nowadays but like um some of them if they work a la carte like and there are some labels out there that are doing this now and if you do that in web 3 you work a la carte and you become a collective and you're like literally working hand in hand with the artist but that requires the artist to have a business sense sure. to know what the fuck is going on right. and a lot of the times the, you know the people the higher ups don't want the artist to know what's going on because then they get scared of the artist because they're like they're going to be able to find out if we fuck up you know right. so like that becomes a whole other thing they don't want to sign you you are too smart like you know oh they want to control you they want to control everything so I mean there's so many different things that can happen that being said I'm not saying labels are wrong like I said before I or bad I, th- I just think the paradigm needs to shift and it's very hard it's David and Goliath effect the reason why you read that story and people take different things out away from it I always read the story of David and Goliath and I always thought Goliath couldn't move fast because Goliath is so fucking big. Right. He can't move and he can't adapt to the to the other circumstances going around or the or the environment. He said, Goli- um, "David can run around. He can do things. He can run, jump. He can try things. Sure. He, can, he has that mobility and ability to be, you know, uh, you know, like a, a you know something that can just move really fast, you know, and and break things like." Mark Zuckerberg thing it says and that happens a lot in tech you have these smaller companies that come from nowhere in somebody's garage and they become multi-million because they start small because they could move fast and break things right that was Mark's thing I do not like him as you know as a person like and, and what he's really done I, I have some problems with that whole Facebook thing but I do agree with like him as a business person move fast and break things i think that's something that you should be able to do as a business person and the labels are so gigantic now they can't do that so every new tech that comes in they're like faltering around trying to figure out how to make it work for them where and especially with like nfts and web 3 it's so artist friendly so it's so like in the it's like Oh, no, we're in your corner. We're not in the corner of anybody of anybody else. We're in the corner of the artist. And that is That is another scary thing, just like Spotify was a scary thing for the, for the labels until they figured out how to manipulate the system. Right. So I'm sure they'll figure out how to manipulate the system in Web3, but right now they haven't. So it's a good time for any, if you are independent, to get in there and really work that system because you are David and you are up against Goliath consistently. How can you work the system for yourselves? You know?
0: I also wanted to ask you, a growing trend now in the industry is instead of uh, doing an album in one to two years, is the releasing an EP twice a year? Or maybe... Singles. It's singles. singles. It has
1: nothing to do with albums. Album is dead. The album's dead. It died a while ago. It died when streaming took off because streaming is all about the singles. You know, it's all about the song. It's not about the album. Like, if you if you talk to any like 15 year old kid listening to music right now, and ask them the last time they streamed a whole entire album front to back, is I never. Probably, maybe Kendrick Lamar's last album. Maybe, maybe Drake's last album. But like in general, they don't they don't listen to music that way. They do not consume music that way. That generation coming up does not consume music that way. Now in rock. We have an older demographic, so we still have people that consume albums, not as much anymore, because those people are kind of like getting too old to even care about music anymore, but we do have a, you know, a pretty hardcore fan base um, in rock in general that will consume albums, so you have to, like I said, being a good business person, know your consumer, know your demographic, know how they consume music. If your demographic consumes singles, put out fucking singles. Don't put out an album, or or record an album and piecemeal singles like we did for the right. past two years. Yeah, piecemealing it, singles because it
0: keeps the name out it there. It keeps too. the name
1: out there. It keeps you fresh. It keeps new stuff coming on because people have no. Everybody is on to the... Everybody's ADD right now. What's next? What's What's next? next, The minute you release a single the next day, they're like, when's the next one? Oh, bitch, I just released a single. (laughs) Right. Like, goddamn, you know? And and then, you know, and on top of that, they're like, oh, we don't want to pay for music. So you're like, well, you go into any production studio and you tell them, well, nobody wants to pay for music, so you should do my production for free. And they're going to be like, go fuck yourself, you know? Like, we're not doing that.
0: And, you know, and that's the thing that I think we're really... Made it die was When the record store died You know because I was talking to someone in here earlier um, That was working on clothes And I said uh, You know the what the appeal was In our generation was Going down to the record store Taking that wrap up Looking at that album Holding it in our hands And immersing ourselves in the artwork While we listen to it Okay
1: so that is exactly why NFTs are important NFTs are based around art and then music uh, music alongside of the art. So like when you buy an NFT you're buying this piece of art with a song attached to it. So it's like going to the record store and looking but you're doing it digitally now because we're all digital let's play i mean everybody has a fucking phone you have a you have a computer in your hand 24 7 everybody does so let's not lie about that like record stores only existed because we didn't have phones in our hands back then right i mean i i i was in the generation after the record stores like i was in the cd generation that was my generation cds were like a big thing you know I grew up going to and getting CDs, exchanging them at CD places and stuff like that. That was my, that was my deal. But it had the same sort of like mythology, like of the of the album artwork, and you'd look at the CD yeah. and you'd see the album artwork. So with NFTs, I gravitated to them because I was like, oh, you can have the album artwork and then you can have the music, and it's just it's like it's literally taking that whole nostalgia and bringing it into a digital market.
0: Yeah, that is a great idea because I think that was the best moment you know i remember waiting at midnight for that album to come out that you know you were waiting on and people stood in line for hours and hours to get yeah yeah
1: well now i mean in nfts now like with drops like on sound xyz i'm doing a drop there Later in the month And like People are rabid for it They're like You know You go You do a room On Twitter Spaces Like you Get them excited They're like Counting down When they can Pick up the drop mm-hmm. And like I mean Snoop Dogg Dropped on there And it's sold out In like 30 seconds People were waiting for it It was just like The record stores right. But it's digital So, like, we're taking that whole nostalgia and that whole, like, love for the art and the music and having that visual component along with the musical component and combining it and making it into this Web3 NFT format. Um, And I think that's a beautiful thing. And then on top of that, you know that everything that you're you're paying for is going directly to the artist and not to the record i mean yeah that's a win-win situation absolutely when i want to support a band or an artist i want to know they're getting the money sure i don't want to know that they might get like two dollars off the twenty dollars
0: i spent on that record you know or that or that song and that's why i try to convey in the podcast is that you know those million dollar deals have been long gone
1: Oh yeah, nobody gets million. Well, I mean, maybe. No. I mean, the only million dollar deals that are offered to like Drake for his uh, catalog Adele, or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like people that have already established a name and and stuff like that. They don't, you know. Record deals for bands now are like ten thousand
0: yeah. dollars. I mean, it's
1: like, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. laughable.
0: Yeah. Matter of fact, Adele, during a pandemic, she sold so many copies in vinyl. That she literally shut down plants from any other bands for months. Because she ordered five hundred thousand copies right off. The Adele? Route. Yeah. Wow. On that last one. And literally shut down vinyl plants. I mean like that's they weren't great. taking anything but that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's great. But vinyl I still first of all, I don't like vinyl because vinyl is really bad for the environment. So if we're looking at carbon footprints right now and people want to Complain about NFTs and crypto being bad for the vi- for the environment. Look at vinyl.
0: Right. Vinyl is like
1: ten million times worse uh, for the environment than any sure. of that shit is. So sure. like, so if you want to complain about that, you need to do your research. Like, D, D- Y O R. Do your own research. Like, it's like. That shit is bad But besides that Vinyl is, is definitely A nostalgia play sure. You know It works for Adele Because Adele has a big fan base She could sell a, You know She could sell a sock With a CD And like it would sell Like I mean right. It doesn't sure. matter You know exactly. and, and so Because people are like Oh vinyl is back Because Adele is No uh, No Vinyl is not back Adele is back right. Selling records right. 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 That is what is exactly. back Like <laughs> you have to look at Like y- People like to like Think that Things make a play For other things But it's You have to look at The actual where the point of origin is sure. for the sales, and that requires being a good business person, Right. you know, and knowing your consumer and knowing how they work. And a lot of a lot of artists don't want to do that. They don't want to do the research. They don't want to like know like they don't they don't want to like be like, well, when I release this song and only tracked this 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 this, nobody wants to do that stuff. It's boring as hell. But we do it because I want to know what works and what doesn't work. Sure, absolutely. You know? So it's like um, the, big thing, the big thing for us and a lot of bands right now is scaling, is getting more people, reaching more people, which used to be a thing through radio, mm-hmm. but radio was costly. That's why you needed a label to put pro- upfront costs and stuff like that. But if you are an independent that's making money off of NFTs and you make a good a chunk of money, you could put that into radio. You could sure. do like an all-apart Absolutely. thing through some sort of collective and, and do that. So, I mean, there's just different ways to to do it.
0: So tell me, what do you think the next chapter for September morning is?
1: Um, Like I said, we're doing the three three books, which will be great. That'll be next year. Um, uh, I have that Sound XYZ drop, which is going to be a brand new song. It's going to debut on sound. So if you're into NFTs, you should, like, scoop that one up. I'm doing, the artwork is gonna be by Wes Henry, who is an amazing NFT artist, who sells out a lot, a lot of drops. Um, and we're doing a collab on that on that piece. Um, and then uh, I'm doing an async music drop, which is also an NFT drop, and where you, it's programmable music. So um, we are uploading all the stems to one of our songs, one of our popular songs. And as a consumer, you can go in and you can pick the stems that you want, and each stem, um, is is attached to a piece of art That goes in a whole piece of artwork So if you pick drums And you pick guitars But you don't want the vocal You just want to do an instrumental And that's what, how you mint it Then those two pieces of art Will show up on your album cover So it would only be that Like So you can pick and choose How you like format the album cover And the music And mint it yourself And you come up with a whole new version Of that song So that's a really exciting way to like kind of do things uh, with NFTs and so we're going to be doing that through async um, very soon. Um, We're going to do another drop of September's Monsters which uh, I did a thousand piece drop on that and that sold out and each person with a monster gets VIP for free now. Um, They get 20% off our merch table. Um, They get uh, free music downloads for life. So if you have an NFT of the September Monster, you go into our Discord, you... Um, connect Your Wallet, you get a private Channel in there that gives you downloads To all of our music and graphic novels In perpetuity, so like it's a way To give back to the fans Cohesively and collectively and like consistently, which is really good. And it's and it costs what 150 to 200 dollars. If you go to three VIPs or two VIPs, you've already paid for that. Sure, absolutely. So it's just kind of like it's a no-brainer, and you're giving the money directly to the artist. So um, for me, I think that that's kind of the the future because you'll still sell merch at shows, you'll still sell different things. But you can. These are these are your hardcore fans. These are the ones sure. that are going to be ride or die, and you want to give them something special that will carry them through.
0: And I also want, lastly, ask you: uh, Has what bands inspired you as far as your visual performance?
1: Um, I mean anything theatrical, I mean, from Alice Cooper to like Marilyn Manson to like motionless and white I mean not not really motion well, motionless a little bit too. But they kind of took after Marilyn Manson, like so everybody kind of took after the greats, right? The greats right, were sure. like the, the, the OGs were like Kiss, Manson, uh, Alice Cooper, sure. like those were the those sure. were the, the holy trinity of theatrical theatrics. Everybody else kinda of copied. Um, I guess that's kind of where I got theatricality, but nobody was ever a comic book character, so that was kind of new, so I just kind of did that myself, because I wanted to do, I've always wanted to be one, so I made a world where I could be one, you know, and so I think that's, um, we kind of leveled up the theatricality on on that point, and made something different and hopefully you know one day another band will come out that'll do something like I've done and then they'll be like yeah we are influenced was September morning Absolutely. because they're the first ones to do this just like I was the first female rock metal musician to mint and sell an NFT on the blockchain so like when all these bands come into you know NFTs they always say oh Emily did it first you know so I, I like being a first mover on, on tech and, and on everything so it's important to me
0: I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me. Yeah, of course. It's an absolute pleasure. Yeah,
1: thank you.
0: And Appreciate it. I wish you all the best tonight.
1: Thank you. It'll be fun. All I right, take up. care. Take it easy. It a
0: pleasure. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.